Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Career Con podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our special guest, Donna Sardula. Today, we're going to be talking about how to forge strong relationships on LinkedIn that blossom. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Donna. She is the founder and president of Vision Board Media, a professional branding company that helps individuals and companies tell their unique stories on LinkedIn and beyond, bringing dynamic brand storytelling to the masses and empowering people to dream big. That's the ink in her pen. It is her website, linkedinmakeover.com, where Donna and her team of over 20 writers and coaches help people collide with opportunity and transform their lives via future forward career branding. She has authored two editions of LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies. Love that title, Donna. And she hosts the podcast Dream Big with Big Dreamers. She shared her LinkedIn expertise at global conferences, presented keynotes and workshops, and been featured on a number of high-profile news outlets. Donna, I am so thrilled to have you here. Welcome to the show. Oh, Lynn, thank you so much for having me. Well, this is going to be a lot of fun. I enjoy this conversation about LinkedIn. And for those of you who are joining us for that very first time, make sure you don't miss a single episode by by subscribing to Claim Your Career Crown wherever you get your podcasts. And while we're talking about this, if you love the show, you love what you're doing, please leave us a five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. Okay, Donna, let's get into what inspired you to get started and to focus on LinkedIn. You know, when you think of LinkedIn, a lot of times people think of that profile and it really is your your digital stand-in, right? It's that first impression and people want to know who they're doing business with. And this is your chance to really get deliberate with your brand and your story and, and control how others perceive you. But here's, here's the problem. It's really, really hard to write about yourself. It's almost impossible. I mean, you'll, 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 you'll say to yourself, oh, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to get this profile written. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make sure it's, it's up to date. It's current. It's you know, future forward, forward. But it's like everything else becomes more important. And any odious task is more attractive than, than doing this. But you know, when you do it and you do it right and you do it from your heart in an authentic manner, really, really good things happen. And so for me, I looked at this situation and I said, you know, it's important. People need to be able to take that, take control. They need to be able to tell their story, but they need help. They need help to do it. And so that's why I started my company. And that's what we do every single day. We've worked with over 6,000 executives and entrepreneurs and professionals from all over the world. And we help them tell their story and their company's story on LinkedIn as well as beyond. Oh, that's fantastic. I really like what you just said because the profile is such a key piece. And you're right, just that at a glance, it tells people who you are, what you do. And I am really curious about when you started your business and as you work with your clients, do you have a specific process that you work through? Um, How do you approach this? 
Yeah. Well, you know, it really depends if we are working with an individual or if we're working with a company, because more and more companies are coming to us and they're saying, oh my goodness, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, when we look, when people look at us on LinkedIn, we look unified and we look cohesive and we want our employees and our leadership team and our sales teams, you know, to have that we don't want them to look like they're looking, right? We want them to look like rock stars because your employees, you know, they're they're your number one asset. And it's important that not only are is their unique brand there, right. but the company brand is woven in and the, the messages are aligned, right? Because you know, it's it's very easy for someone in sales to get on LinkedIn and say, hey, I'm a great prospector, I'm a great closer, I can sell snow to an Eskimo. But when you really think about why are they on LinkedIn, they're on LinkedIn to prospect and to sell. But if they're that there's a misalignment, right? Their message is is more to a recruiter <laughs> than it is to that target audience, you know, that prospect or that client. In fact, it, it would probably turn them off. <laughs> if they read that. So that's really where we come into play with with you know with with corporations with companies is to really make sure that it's a strategic message, it's a positive message, it's a message that is unified, it's cohesive um and and it helps. It helps forward the brand and the individual and it gets them to really collide with the right types of opportunities. But on the flip side, we also work with individuals you know, because an individual say, you know, I feel, I feel pigeonholed. I feel stuck. I want more out of my career. I, I, I know that I have more to give. And yet I, I, I just know that I'm not really telling the right story. I'm not defining myself. I'm not describing my successes and my accomplishments in a manner that that's, that's taking me anywhere, you know, and that's really, really hard. Yeah. And so, you know, in that situation, and with all of our situations, we always have we have, we have very tried and true packages, and we we start off with strategy. You know, it's not about you know tell me about yourself, but it's where do you want to go? Where do you want to do? Who is your target audience? You know what 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 are we aiming for? And you know once we have that information, we we are very heavily you know consultative. It's you know then listening deeply. And then being able to help them, you know, it's, it's almost like they've got the puzzle pieces and we're able to put the puzzle together for them. Yes. And then, and then we, you know, we tell that story and it's crazy what happens. It's really, really crazy what happens when, when you get deliberate and you tell the right story to the right audience. Yeah, no, I, it is all about that sales strategy in that sense of using LinkedIn from that perspective that we've just been talking about, but that strategy is key in how you approach things so that you can um, really drive results and the success. And and I'm just really curious because I'm going to ask you a few uh, true or false questions to get your take on it, because these are things that are could be um, myths that are out there is that mm-hmm. for people who are listening and they're going like, well, why does LinkedIn matter to me? So um, is true or false is LinkedIn just for searching for a job? Oh, false, 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 false. <laughs> you know, at, at one time, and I, I think it it still is there. It's, it's this thought of, oh, you know what? I'll get on LinkedIn when I'm looking. You know, when I've been handed the brown box, the cardboard box, that's when I'll get on. And that's the wrong time to get on. You should always be on. And 
you know, the the beautiful thing with LinkedIn is when if you're on it and you have the strong brand and you've really developed a, a cohesive network and you're active and you're giving and you're a part of that, those conversations, you never have to look for a job because jobs find you. Opportunity has a way of just falling in your lap. So it's it is a huge it does play a huge role in job search, but it also plays a huge role in building your network, you know, aligning your career to that future point uh, and, and being, being a success, really being successful in helping others. LinkedIn is, is, could be that conduit. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I think I'm going to have another one here for you for a true or false that, especially because we're sort of taught a little bit about sales here that the best way to use LinkedIn messaging is once you make that connection is to go right after them and true or false, um, just try to get that appointment immediately. Oh, goodness gracious. That's just, it's, it, they do it, don't they? They do it. And yeah, they're dead to me when they do that, but yeah, they do it. I, yeah, obviously that was a loaded question. I knew exactly what we were both going to answer. Yeah. So. You know, you know, Lynn, it's, it's funny. I, I, I often will field questions in which people will say, tell me how I sell on LinkedIn, like help me sell on LinkedIn because, you know, I want to get on there and I want to send as many messages and I want to get as many prospects and leads. And I want, you know, and then, and then in the same breath, they say, and, but the spam is ridiculous. I mean, they, (laughs) I know you can't have it both ways. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, the, the number one thing with LinkedIn is that, you know, it's a platform to still make those connections human to human, mm-hmm. peer to peer, colleague to colleague yeah. uh, connections. And you can use the messaging to create real conversations. So I would love to hear your top tips on how to use messaging to move a conversation forward and to create that, that really nurture the relationship so you can create some rapport. You know, and, and so we're going to say, say no to the pitch slap. (laughs) (laughs) Say no to the pitch slap. You know, for me, you know, with LinkedIn, when we look at LinkedIn, the first thing is, you know, really understanding why you're on LinkedIn and what you're trying to accomplish. You know, that's an important piece because sometimes people just don't know. But once you have, you know, that clear understanding then you want to look at your profile. All right. So I'm not even getting right into messaging because messaging is further down the line. You really need to look at that profile and say, wait, is this an obituary or is this future forward messaging that really describes who I see myself as, right? Right. It should, it should always, it should always just be a little bit out of reach, right? Because if we want to keep that forward momentum, we need to be leaning forward. So, you know, we want a profile that speaks to who we are and what we do and how we help, but also really thinking about that future state. That's an important part. It's hard, but it's, it's, it's doable. So think in those terms, you know, and then we want to have a strong network. You know, if you're, I mean, Anyone who's listening, if you look at your network, is it less than 100? Is it less than 300? Is it less than 500? You know, it's it's one of those things where you need to constantly be connecting and connecting when the time is right. So you meet someone, connect with them. 
You know, don't connect with them six months down the line when they can't remember you anymore, but connect with them as you you're entering in that meeting. Hey, hit, let's 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 scan our QR codes. Let's get connected, and make that into something that you're always doing. And then once once you're connected, right now this is where we start to get into sales and the touch points. Now we both have been in sales a long time. How many touch points were you taught that it takes to get to a sale? Yeah, I've heard every number. I've heard yeah, six. I've heard twelve. Yeah. What, I what use the baker's dozen. I don't know about being taught, but basically, what I <laughs> propose and I train my clients on is thirteen. So baker's dozen is to go through 13, you know, whether it's outreach or follow-up and they're interchangeable because some it will transition from one to the other. Um, but yeah, and, and always so, lead with value. Yeah. Lead with value. So, so let's say you, you, you have a call and it went well, right? Let, let, let's just start there. Or it could be a conference, whatever that, that initial meeting is, then send a connection request and put in a really nice personalized message. Yes. Something that shows that it wasn't a copy and paste that you remembered something from that call but 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 something that can't just be like just like a just a rote message right just like something something authentic yeah. and genuine you put that in there it shouldn't take long just two three sentences not much well they they get that that's that's a second touch point suddenly very easy very easy second touch point now you're connected and what you could do then is follow up and say hey thank you so much now we've got three touch points right there, right? So thank you so much for connecting. And maybe you want to send them somewhere or send them something just to say thank you. Next thing you do is you go to their profile and hopefully, and a lot of people are now, but maybe this person is, is active on LinkedIn. So if they're active on LinkedIn, I want you to look at their profile because they're going to see that you checked out their profile. And that means something to them. They, they recognize that you've really good taste, that you're checking them out. But it also reminds them that you're doing your due diligence. And I think that's really important in today's day and age. So they can see that you checked out their profile. So that could actually be considered a touch point if you want to think about it that way. But you're now going to look at their profile in the upper right-hand corner. Because you're now connected, there's going to be a, a bell icon. And you're going to click that bell icon. And that bell icon, whenever they do post, you're now going to be alerted to those posts. So it's not one of those situations where you're going to hope and pray that you happen to be on LinkedIn and you happen to see it crawl across your screen. You're going to be alerted. Yeah. So now you see that they posted. And now what are you going to do? You're going to, you're going to like and you're going to comment. Maybe, maybe you're even going to share it. Yeah with some really nice words. The content is important. You need to have some context. You need to offer some commentary. If and you just needs, share yeah, it, yeah. or if you just say, great job, no, not going to do it. It's got to be something that, that really relates. And that's, um, yeah. I mean, what do you home. recommend? Yeah. Do you recommend, um, and I know I interrupted you here, but I just <laughs> really okay. want to get your take on it. Cause all this is like, yes, yes, yes. Um, Often I will actually tag them sometimes in the comment. Um, do you recommend that or not? Tag. So okay. if, if you're so you're looking at another person's post, right, and you're thinking, oh, this is fabulous, I'm going to comment. When I comment on a person's post, I always tag them. No, yeah, why? Okay, good. It's 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 it's. I don't think you'll ever see anything in writing from LinkedIn. But I find that when you tag that person, 
you are letting them know that, hey, you commented. Otherwise, it's just that, oh, you're getting comments. And it's so easy to get lost in that shuffle. So yes, I always tag that person in the comment. Yeah, I do too. And and also if I see a comment down below that really strikes me, um, I will like it and I will, you know, add a comment to that comment. So, uh, and sometimes I'll even find someone that it's like, oh my gosh, I love this comment that you made. And I'll, I'll connect to them saying, I loved your comment that you made on, you know, you know, Bob's post. And I agree. And I'd love to connect with you. You know, since we're both connected to Bob. (laughs) Yeah. And and if you think about LinkedIn, what makes a post go viral? What makes, well, maybe not even viral, but what makes a post popular? What gets the most impressions, the most eyeballs? LinkedIn wants that news feed, that LinkedIn feed to be the people you know, talking about the things that you care about. And they love conversations. So if a post is generating conversations, a back and forth in the comments, that tells, that conveys to LinkedIn, hey, this is relevant, this is timely, this is engaging and interesting, it's, it's, it's sparking conversations. What are they going to do? They're going to keep showing that post to more and more people. So, so don't just comment, but comment. And then if you're the person who posted, make sure that you are responding, at least for the first 24 hours, you're, you're responding to all of those comments and hope and pray that the person comes back and responds to your comment because that gets that magic conversation thing going. Yeah. Yeah. That is terrific advice. And I love hearing that. And it was a fun true or false. I mean, what's a true or false myth? Let's give one more that you want to share. That's a, a, a myth that's out there. Uh, your your LinkedIn profile is just your online resume. No, it's so not your resume. <laughs> your LinkedIn profile is public. Everybody and anyone can see it, right? And that resume should not be something that's just, you know, disseminated so easily. It should be something that is full of numbers and and names of of clients and things that you don't want to put out there for everyone to see, right? And they have different goals. Like a resume should align you for that next position, but your LinkedIn profile, you know, first impression, digital introduction, professional manifesto, all of the things that that resume really isn't, you know, it isn't meant to be. So, you know, don't copy and paste that resume, you know, really take this time to get deliberate and really think, you know, who are you, you know, and what are those opportunities that you wish you could collide with? And what are the things that people should know about you? And if, and if you struggle, because everyone does, you know, it, you know, it's hard to write about yourself. And if it, and if it wasn't hard to write about yourself, you'd be a narcissist. So like absolutely rejoice. (laughs) That's hard. And, you know, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to take this and work with someone, especially someone who's a professional writer who can, who can take your statements and your comments and, and, and your accomplishments and, and articulate them in a way where it sounds passionate and it sounds exciting and it doesn't sound obnoxious or like you're bragging, right? There are ways of conveying this information in a very natural, organic way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for the women who are tuning in, especially often, that's one of the things that we'll, you know, sort of cringe from or back away from in the sense that feeling like we're bragging, 
You know, yeah. we tend to use we or our team more than, you know, me and I. Yeah. And so that's a really important point. And I really appreciate your bringing it out. So for our so listeners, I hit into it all the time where work, you know, clients will say, but Donna, you know, it wasn't me. It was my team, you know, and I don't want to just say, I, I want to say we, and, and I hear you, I hear you, you know, and, and, and there is some, there is something beautiful about that, but at the same time, it was you, you were part of that team and people just, they, they innately know that there were other people involved, but if you're not claiming it, you're giving your power away. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. All right. So Donna, for our listeners, if they were going to do one thing today uh, on LinkedIn, whether it's on their profile, sending a message, doing a post um, or this week, what would you ask them to do? You know, I would say it's, you need to keep that profile up to date. You really do. And it's so easy for it to get out of date quickly. And I would say, visit my website, go to linkedin-makeover.com click on free resources and visit my LinkedIn headline generator app. It's a free app. It's a free tool and it automates it. it it's almost like the old game ad libs or mad libs. Yeah, yeah. It's very much like mad libs, but it walks you through step-by-step. Step. You just have to click a couple buttons, fill out a couple keywords, and it will spit out a headline that is engaging, it's compelling, it's attractive, and it gets people to take notice. It intrigues them and it makes them want to click. So you get more. You One, it's optimized. So you pop to the top of the, the search results when a person is searching for someone like you and you get more clicks, more clicks and views to your profile. And because you're getting more views to your profile, you're going to have more opportunity. So I would say it's a very simple and easy step to take get at least optimize your headline and you'll, you'll start to see why the rest of the headline suddenly starts to uh, matter as well. All right. Beautiful. Perfect advice. We will be sure to include that link down below. And Donna, thank you so much for sharing how to forge strong relationships on LinkedIn that blossom. And I know that our listeners are going to want to know more about you and where they can find you. Oh, they can, they can find me on LinkedIn, believe it or not. <laughs> I would love, I would love uh, if, if they would follow me on LinkedIn, but also visit my website, linkedinmakeover.com. I've got so many, so many free resources. It's absolutely crazy what I give away, but you know, I'm also very strange in that I, I don't, I don't do anything that's not transparent. So when you visit the website, you can see our services, you can see our pricing, you can see if it fits your budget and you can easily pick up the phone and call me. You and I were talking about this earlier, how important it is to be there and to be present and to get on the phone. And this is where I sit next to my phone and I, I welcome every and every phone call that comes my way. If I can even offer just a tidbit of help and support, I'm always here. All right. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Donna. This has been such an informative discussion. And for those of you tuning in, if you have ideas or you'd like to leave a comment, uh, please do that down below. We love hearing your thoughts. And if you have a specific question or would like to suggest a topic for discussion, you can email us at join the conversation at 
petitequeen.com. And of course, to stay current on all of our insightful advice, our breakthrough advantages, incredible episodes like the one today with Donna, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitequeen.com. And Donna, I want to thank you so much for being here and, uh, and for our whole audience. What a gift it's been to have you on our show today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you.